Okay, so today I'm really, really here for the men, for the husbands, and and every other person that become a husband someday. And I'm ready to just share with you guys two places in the scriptures that men hardly talk about. <laughs> you know, everybody has a place in the Bible they like to quote, they like to talk about, and we all have that place in the Bible we don't want to talk about. You know, I, I was sharing with one of my sisters sometimes ago, I said, the Bible wasn't written by women because it says, wife, submit to your husband. And it wasn't written by men because it says, husband, submit to your wife. It wasn't written by children because it said, children, honor your parents and your father and your mother. And it wasn't written by parents because it said, um, parents, teach your children the way of the Lord. It wasn't written by servants. It wasn't written by masters because it has something to say concerning them as well. And the Bible is just complete, basically. It's perfect and complete. And on that basis, I want to share with you guys two places in the scriptures that I've hardly heard people teach about or talk about. I've been to so many weddings and I've never heard this being taught in any wedding before. I mean, never. And when Holy Spirit opened my eyes to these things, I said I was really going to talk about it and let the truth set you free if you're ready to receive the truth. And this will really help you, by the way, if you're planning to get married someday or if you're married and you're only reading inside of your Bible, and you, you don't want to read this part of the Bible because you know, you know it, it appeals to you or it talks to you precisely. I'm ready to receive the engrafted word of God that is able to save my soul. And you see, the word can only teach fact. Only the Bible has truth. The word will teach you fact, but only the Bible has truth. And some of us live by the word of God. So we will not stop teaching the word of God. Okay, the first place I want to show you in the Bible, I know some of you know it. Well, maybe not some, but this part is in the book of First Peter chapter 3 and verse 7. First Peter chapter 3 and verse 7. It says, In the same way, you husbands must give honor to your wives. Treat your wife with understanding as you live together. She may be she may be weaker than you are, but she is your equal partner in God's gift of new life. Treat her as you should, so your prayers will not be hindered. In my whole lifetime, I've only had somebody talk to me about this verse once. I did, in fact, the funniest part was the person was quoting yesterday and I was quoting it with him as well. I went to talk with one of my um, brothers in, in the Lord, one of my big brothers in the Lord, and he was sharing this part with me. And as I was quoting, I happened to finish the verse. And one of the, he said one of the things that has kept, kept his marriage and one of the reasons why he has peace in, in his marriage is because he lived by this word that says, treat them as you should so that your prayers will not be hindered. Except you're not a praying Christian, you will always want to treat your wives the way God wants you to treat them. You always want to love them the way Christ loved the church. I know everybody knows that part. Husband, love your wife. In fact, in every wedding, that's what you hear. Husband, love your wife. Wife, submit to your husband. That's the only thing they teach in wedding. Usually, most of the weddings attended. I don't know the weddings you've attended. But there are more to it. There are more to it. The love will allow you to treat your wife the way you should treat them. You understand that, okay, they actually in quote weaker vessels so you treat them with respect because you understand you guys you know the way we are wired is not the same guys are wired to be logical women are wired to be emotional so 
But you see them, which is not part of them coming out, you should treat them with understanding. Bible says treat them with understanding as you live together. So this part we don't talk about it, and I'm bringing the word of God to you. Make sure you treat your wife with respect. Don't get too, 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 too familiar with her. Treat her the way you should treat her. Respect her. Love her according to the word of God. And your prayers will always be answered. I mean, don't even try praying if you know you have anything against your wife or you have issues with her. Oh, Yinka, you are saying this. Uh, are you married? Uh, well, I'll be married soon. And thank God we know things like this before we get married. And it's a, you know, Bible talks about the fact that whoever finds a good wife, find a find it a good thing and obtain favor from the Lord. You know, some of the prayers, maybe some of the prayers we pray or even our parents pray or even husbands pray maybe some of them will not be a prayer point if they treat their wife 100 percent right you understand what i'm talking about because there are some covenants that works with any man that actually treats his wife right see god placing whether a man's prayer will be answered or not based on whether he treats his wife right or not do you understand what i'm talking about so marriage is an institution orchestrated by god i'm not talking about the western definition of marriage saying 50 50 uh, you do this i do this no 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 no. the word of god says love them love them love them you love them and you treat them with respect that's one the second one this part of the bible i have never heard anybody talk about it before in my life and I was studying recently and I saw it. I was like, what? You mean the Bible said this? Well, you know, when you speak open your eyes to something at times, you've been reading the Bible. In fact, I've read Genesis from cover to cover before. And, and I'm not sure I probably consciously see this part. And this is in the book of I, I, um, Genesis chapter 25. You know, so many people today, so many marriages, they've, they are no longer together because there was no child. In the, in the marriage first of all by the way you guys marriage okay for me personally i'm gonna get married in the name of god but i am not getting married getting married to have for for to have children in quote i am gonna have children definitely but the only reason for my marriage is not motivated by children children are not the motivation for me wanting to get married do you understand because the truth of the matter is if the only motivation or the only reason you want to get married is because you want to have children what happens when you don't have children on time what do you do then you start getting frustrated and then the marriage you're supposed to enjoy is that you start getting frustrated every day so my point is my children is from god marriage is from god you enjoy your relationship you enjoy your marriage you give that in jesus name amen but let children not be your motivation for marriage otherwise if the, you don't if there is a one year or two years delay how do you want to handle it what do you want to say to that god do you want to start abusing god or you want to say? but the point my point is actually the fact that you are not getting married um precisely to have children but you have children definitely it's just a i'm just trying to reorientate your mind so i'm going to get married but children is not children are not my motivation if they come glory to god who raise them in the way of the lord but if they don't what happens i want to show you something in the bible because so many men today they, they keep saying you know in, in, if you see an average man who, who doesn't have a kid um kid or a child yet in his marriage or a woman you start okay who has the problem that's the next question we're asking uh, is the wife that has this problem uh, is the husband that's problem? no 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 so there's a man in the bible he got married and there was no child so i said 
against what an average man would do. They will start look, looking for ways to either give back to a child outside or to chase the lady out of the house or to start saying she's the problem, she's the problem. Start saying this, start saying that. The word of God showed us something. I want to show you. It's very powerful. It's in the book of Genesis chapter 25 and verse 21. It says, Isaac prayed to the Lord on behalf of his wife because she was childless. The Lord answered his prayer and his wife, Rebecca, became pregnant. While an average man will be looking forward to what kind of problem the wife has, maybe that's why they are here to give birth. The Bible says, Isaac prayed to the Lord on behalf of his wife. Isaac never called the lady and started making her feel somehow in the house. No. Isaac went to God and said, God, give my wife, bless her womb. Bless her womb. Isaac prayed to the Lord on behalf of his wife. Husbands, men, if there's any challenge with your wife, pray to the Lord on their behalf. Never for any reason attack your wife Never for any reason make them feel bad. Never for any reason. Don't, don't, don't for any reason disrespect them if you have any ease in your family. Most especially when it comes to childbearing. Children are from God. It is not sex that gives birth to a child. Except God says, yes, <laughs> you're a joker. See, this is wisdom. That if you have any challenge in your family, most especially relating to this matter, Isaac prayed to the Lord concerning his wife. God bless her womb. Read the other version. He said, later Isaac prayed to the Lord on behalf of his wife because she was barren. And the Lord had his prayer and his wife conceived. An average man hardly prays for his wife if, if they have issues like that. But Isaac prayed and God answered. Don't treat your wife with disrespect because she didn't give birth on time. Maybe it's because you are even here to pray for her. Maybe that's why she's here to give birth. So these are the this is, these are the two places in where I've hardly heard. I've only had somebody preach about the first first Peter three seven just once, and I've never had anybody preach about Genesis twenty five twenty one. That oh, so the, a time may come when your wife will probably not give that on time, or you will still be seeking God's face, and then He's telling you don't treat her with disrespect, or else your prayers won't be answered. Rather, go to the Lord and say, God, today I'm fasting, and my wife does not even know about it. So on behalf of her, I, I pray and I ask, oh God, that you bless her womb. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. And then get power out that night and trust God for miracles or signs and wonders. Yeah, but basically, Isaac prayed to the Lord. Real men will always pray. Real men don't complain. Real men don't disrespect their family. They pray. Isaac prayed when the wife could not conceive. An average man will not pray. An average man will be looking for one baba somewhere to give them one thing to swallow. No, 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 no. An average man will be going somewhere to... You are not an average man. If you live by the word of God, you will do what Isaac do when you find yourself in this situation. You will pray for your wife. You will pray for your wife. These are the two places in the Bible where I know people don't really talk about. And so now, I know if any lady or any woman hears this podcast now, the next thing she wants to do is to send it to her, her boyfriend, her partner, her husband... Okay, babe, hear this. Yeah, but the word of God is, is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between spirit and soul. 
cutting between every joint and marrow, and it exposes the innermost thought of the heart. Allow the word of God to transform you. Allow it to transform you. Pray for your wife if there's anything that is not going on right in your family. Pray for her. Pray for her. I never treat her with disrespect. Bible says, understand that she's a weak vessel. So you can't expect both of you to be operating on the same level. I know you are, you are Mr. Perfect too. But if she's not Mrs. Perfect too, you can teach her. If she's submissive, if she's submissive, any submissive woman is teachable. You can teach her anything. You can, in fact, the woman you're looking for doesn't exist. You build whoever you want to marry to be the woman you already have in your head. Yeah. You know, people say, okay, he's not married yet. So why is he talking like this? By the way, whoever <laughs> so has hears, let him hear what the spirit is saying to the, to the church. But basically, the word of God standard sure. It standard sure. Standard sure. Please pray for your wife, one, and treat them with, with respect. If you want your prayers to always be answered. Thank you so much for listening. I hope and I pray that the word transforms you and transforms your home. In Jesus' name, amen.